0: Welcome back to another episode of Wait for Wait Food for Thought podcast. So I'm actually recording this on a Monday. Um, I usually record my podcast on a Sunday so that I can make them live Monday morning. I had to take three takes of my episode yesterday. I just I don't know if I wasn't ready to talk about this subject or I just felt. I don't, I don't know. I really wasn't in the headspace to want to record and you can just hear it in my voice. And I was like breathing heavily. It was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So this morning, all morning, I've, I've just been hesitant to launch it. And I decided to just re-record. I felt like I needed to just kind of vocalize like the last podcast that I recorded was just more so for myself to process. And now I'm ready to try to regroup my thoughts in a way that makes more sense to y'all than just me venting out loud. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know, actually, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life, um, the last week. And I've been evaluating my week on a week to week basis. Like what's going on this week, how are things different from last week? What have I learned, especially since quitting my job? Like every week is, is bringing up different challenges or um, new beauty that I haven't yet discovered. So I just didn't know how to narrow down the topic for this week because there's just so much going on. Um, so I went to Instagram to ask you guys what I should talk about. And two topics in particular that people submitted, I thought went hand in hand with each other. So the first one said, Let's talk about depression, anxiety, and how you may have dealt with overcoming your last relationship. And then the second one that I really liked was the connection between the mind and the body and how they can be aligned. So I really do think that these two topics are correlated with each other. I think a lot of the times if we're going through depression or anxiety or are anxious or depressed, we we have a dissociated mind-body connection. So I want to talk about how we can bring forth our awareness to the present moment and really be engulfed in the moment that's happening as of right now. Um, and then I want to talk about um, you know my my experience with, with dealing with my last relationship that I think a lot of my emotions are kind of coming up to the surface now. So I want to start off a little bit differently this week with a whatever floats your quote segment. Usually I'll start Chatting in a way and then the quote will be dispersed but I feel like it's more necessary to say the quote at the beginning of this episode so the first quote I have three shocker the first quote is sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the most wonderful things that will ever happen to us so I think the two things that come to mind when I when I hear this quote is um or are one calling off my engagement and two quitting my job those are two huge, huge things that that have a, a large ripple effect on the rest of your life. It's not just oh, you know, I said no to this or I said no to that or something minor. It's a. I was about to get married, and b. I just quit something that was extremely financially stable. Why? What's going to happen to my life now? What is that going to look like for me? And when I called off my engagement, I at that moment, I was, I was so overwhelmed with emotion that it didn't quite hit me what I was doing. It didn't quite hit me that I was about to get married and suddenly I'm not. It was just like, oh, I can't do this. Like, I can't breathe. I feel suffocated. I'm settling all this stuff. And I decided to just obviously go my own way. And as months went on, like even now, I think about it every single day. Like, was it the right decision? Which I know it is in my heart. But it's caused a lot of questions and it's caused a lot of heartache and, and questioning myself as well. Like how could I let something go on for so long when I just felt in my heart of hearts, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. How do you deal with heartbreak? Heartbreak, heartbreak feels like or it seems like we could just get over it so quickly. Like, you know, whatever, move on. Uh, it, it happens to literally everybody just move the fuck on. And there is, in my opinion, no worse feeling than grief and heartache. Like what a terrible feeling to feel your heart is literally aching. Like it just, it hurts and there's nothing really you can do about it. It just heals with the time. And I think that's the biggest kicker is allow your heart to ache, feel it and Except the emotions that come with the heartache. It comes with depression. It comes with anxiety. It comes with feelings of worthlessness or what's what happens now or uncertainty. There's so many emotions that stem from this feeling of heartache and and heartbreak that you know, everything just seems like the world is crashing down around you. But back to this quote is sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the most wonderful things that will ever happen to us. And from calling off my engagement, I met an absolutely amazing man. And is the relationship perfect? No. Um, Are are we still working out kinks? Yes. Um, I actually want to have him on the podcast to talk about something that he's going through in his life with addiction. Um, And uh, that's not my story to tell. So I'll go ahead and stay tuned for that one. But um, I've experienced heartbreak with this relationship that I'm in right now. And it's a terrible, terrible feeling, but I'm learning to navigate through that. I'm learning to become stronger and to just take each day as a new opportunity to learn and to grow and to, to understand myself a little bit better with the emotions that come with heartbreak. And I think if you allow it to consume you, if you allow it to hurt you so much that you can't see anything else, that's when these feelings start to become detrimental to our lives. If you allow depression, anxiety, heartbreak to dictate your life, you don't see anything but those emotions. You just feel the sense of hopelessness and, and angst and sadness, and you need to look past that. And it's obviously easier said than done. No one can just look past depression or look past anxiety. And if that was the case, we wouldn't have therapists or self-help books or medication. You know, it's not that easy because life is difficult. Life is hard. Life is stressful. And along the way, it's always going to be, we're always going to be challenged. We're always going to be faced with new obstacles every step of the way, you know, it doesn't end. It absolutely doesn't end. And, um, I'm going to go on to this next quote here because I think it's extremely relevant as well is we create problems in our minds that are blown out of proportion. Does that mean we don't have problems? No, we all have problems. We all have things that we are dealing with, with, with our lives. But for those of us who have this heightened sense of anxiety, we're thinking too much about the future. We're thinking too much about what's going to happen or what's not going to happen or how can you manipulate or control the future? And I think there's there's two ways to look at it. One, you can look at it as you can try to always manipulate your future, always, 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 and it's never going to be the case. You can never change what will be. But what you can do is focus so much on the present moment that by default, your future will change. So it's a mindset thing. You can look at the future and be so lost in thought about the future that you forget to live now, or you can live right now, live in this present moment and and absorb everything about this day, this new opportunity that you have. And like I said, by default, your future will pave itself. So this quote, I, I absolutely love it. I never heard it before. I heard it yesterday, but it says... When I look back on all these worries, I remember the story of the old man who said on his deathbed that he had a lot of trouble in his life, most of which had never happened. So super interesting, super insightful is, you know we we create we create our own problems and and sometimes it's as simple as looking around you and seeing the beauty that's all around and understanding that, and I've said this before, We're so small. In the grand scheme of things, we are so small. I actually went on a hike with a friend yesterday and we were at the top of a mountain and he said, he said, everybody who thinks that they have problems, they fucking don't. Look around you. Look at this. Look at this. We're so small. And there are people sitting in their homes right now crying and sobbing and they can't see this. And I agree and disagree with the statement. You know, obviously we we need, we need our moments to just break down, to just feel We just need to feel down to really understand what the ups feel like. But I agreed with him to some extent as you look around you and there's so much beauty that gets overlooked every single day because we're so, we're so occupied with what's going on in our minds at all times of the day. Like that's just what's going on is my life, my problems, my, 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 that we can't see that. Look. There's the ocean or there's mountains or there's a beautiful field or my children are laughing and playing or my husband's happy or whatever the case may be, there's always, always something that's beautiful in your life. And if you tell me that there's not, it's absolute bullshit. It's bullshit. You can't tell me that you can't look around you and find one thing beautiful. I don't don't buy it for a second, people. All right, you're lying to yourselves. But I think to overcome depression and anxiety... You have to want to overcome those those emotions. You can't, and and it's like I said, easier said than done. If you're depressed, you don't feel this sense of motivation. You don't feel this sense of purpose. And each day you just, I feel like you spiral more and more into this darker, darker place. But all you need to do is find the strength just a little bit of strength to push forward just the next day. You don't need to go from zero to a hundred. You don't need to jump off your couch or out of your bed and, and you know, create a company or do something crazy. You just need to start small. And I, I saw a quote yesterday that said, um, I'm going to fucking butcher it. I just know it, but it said, um, for a man to move a mountain, he must start with a stone. You must start with something small. Nothing changes overnight, but you have to find the mental strength, the willpower to start small, to understand that the journey is going to take time, but it needs to start. And I think that's that's the kicker there. It just needs to start, period. Whatever that looks like to you, it's going to look different for everybody. And I love, I'm like shooting up a bunch of quotes today shooting up quotes doesn't (laughs) doesn't make any sense um saying quotes anyway (laughs) what but basically this quote said um let me shoot up this quote real quick the quote said if you're depressed you're living in the past if you're anxious you're living in the future and if you're content you're right here in this present moment. And that's the truth. You know, if you're depressed, you're so you're clinging onto things, you're you're clinging onto grief or guilt or pain or sadness or regret, all of these things that cannot fucking change. Period. Period. Unlike anxiety, these things can't change. They happened. The only thing to do is to move forward. With anxiety, you're so consumed with controlling the future that your mind is always 10 steps ahead of you and once once your body catches up or time catches up your mind is still ahead of you so you never really catch up because you're not really ever here so unlike depression you can kind of manipulate your future if you think about it too much you know with from anxiety but not really like your future is your future so focus on right now what can you do today that will set you up for a successful future what can you do today to be more mindful what can you do today to to block out the noise, to be present. Uh, I have a problem being present with everything that I'm doing. I'm, I'm not so much thinking about the future anymore. I used to have a huge problem with that, but I have so many things that I have to do that I've just created for myself that I just don't feel like I ever have time to think about the present moment. And that's my own problem. Like that's something that I really need to, to focus on, um, is being absolutely mindful. And I think yesterday being mindful for me is hard. It's, It brings about a lot of emotions for me that I don't like to even deal with literally at all. And I think this is why I had such a hard time recording this podcast yesterday was because before I recorded, I spent a lot of time with myself and I usually don't spend like any time with myself. I don't like it. It's not like I don't, I can't do it or I have a problem being alone. I don't. I just prefer to be with people. But yesterday was basically home alone, super rare. And I was... Tanning on my balcony, and I was trying to read. I couldn't focus, so I just took a nap. Um, and then I tanned for like an hour and a half. I went to go take a bath and try, tried to be little, a little mindful. I ended up just reading and then putting it down and then taking a shower. Like I couldn't just sit still. I couldn't sit still. And then I started cleaning my room and made my space really clean and reflective of the mind space that I wanted to have. Just very organized and clean and minimal. And what an interesting concept, a minimal mind space. I would love that. I would love a minimal mind space, but my, I feel like my mind space is so like I'm a hoarder in my mind. Like there's a bunch of shit up there. Um, but in reality, I'm, I'm absolutely not a hoarder. I will throw shit away all day, y'all, all day. But then when I came to sit down and record, usually when I sit down and record, I've done a bunch of shit all day long and I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to just, this is what's on my mind. Yesterday, there were way too many emotions that I didn't even realize were just there, just kind of, floating there on the surface that I couldn't really formulate like cohesive sentences. Like I was stuttering a lot. I was breathing heavily. I was, I would lose my train of thought. Like it just, it wasn't, I don't know. And then I even said in the, in the recording, I was like, I don't even want to be recording this right now, but I have to, here we are. And then this morning I realized, nah, I can't release that shit (laughs) y'all, but it was good. It was, it was, that's something that I think was mindful for me. It was me recognizing like, I'm usually really good at sitting here and just fucking blabbering off. And yesterday it took me three takes and still it was awful, like awful. And a part of me wanted to, to release it to say, this is real and this is raw. And this is, you know, it's not perfect but then another part of me was like, that's not reflective of what you're actually feeling right right now. But maybe it is. I don't know. So maybe the wrong thing to do was to sit down and re-record. But I really felt in my heart of hearts that that was more so for my own interpretation rather than a, a learning experience that can be that can be taken from a podcast episode for the public. So I think that's the difference there. But now this leads into this mind body connection. So wanting to make sure that your body is your mind and your mind is your body and that they're not two separate things. And I often feel, and I've talked about this before, so I really loved how somebody requested this to be um, talked about is I often feel like my mind is its own thing and my body is its own thing. Like two different people, entities, two different things not people, do different things and just kind of floating around through life, doing their own thing. And they don't really communicate with each other. If one wants to do something or the other one wants to do something, they don't really connect. And that's what I feel is just this total, total disconnect. Um, and that they're just two completely separate things that I'm trying to mold together. I'm trying to be one. And, um, I, I think too, like, how can I be more, not just mindful, but feel like my mind is in my body and my body is in my mind. I think that's a very, it's very, a foreign thing to me. Like I, I don't feel that. And I I think that I'm so obsessed with being flexible. I'm, I'm not also like, I'm not flexible literally at all, but I'm, I, I feel like I look at everybody that's flexible and just so bending. I'm like, wow, if only I could do that, I feel like I'd be a little bit more connected with myself. And maybe that's just, I don't know. I feel like that's something that I really want to work on so that I can feel so in tune with my body because I don't feel in tune with my body. Like it just feels like this tight, high, strong entity that's just carrying me around. And I want to feel like it's loose and, and I don't know, does that make sense? It makes sense to me. And I still can't touch my fucking toes. So I I don't, I've been doing this episode since October. And I think like at least once a week I'll say, yeah, no, I can't touch my toes. So still can't obviously I'm not doing the work so that's sick but hopefully soon hopefully soon but that's what I feel and I feel like if we're so lost in the past and that's why I think that these topics are so intertwined is we're if we're so lost in the past or if we're so lost in the future and we're not really here our mind and our body are there's no way for them to be connected they're so disconnected and I think also I quit my job, uh, like I said, like a million times already. And it happened so suddenly, like there was nothing to insinuate that this was about to happen. And then all of a sudden I got harassed by the CEO of the company. It was absolutely awful. Um, and, And going back to this quote, sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the most wonderful things that will ever happen to us. And little did I know, like when this was all happening, I was like, okay, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so stressed. What the fuck is going on? And I decided to quit. And I freaked out. I freaked out. I was like, I need to find a new job. I need to pay my bills, blah, 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 blah. And then as time went on, I think it's like week three now. I don't even know what fucking day it is. Oh, Monday. <laughs> Every day is just bleeding into each other because I'm unemployed now, which I haven't been unemployed since I was like 11. I don't fucking know, but it's bizarre. And it's now I'm, I'm thinking about being purposeful being purposeful in every decision that I make. And I don't want to rush into a new job because it's financially the smartest decision. I want to rush into a job that I know is going to bring me fulfillment, purpose, happiness, and by default, financial security. So I'm being very cautious about my options. And ever since I quit, a lot of opportunity has just fallen to my lap, like from the sky. Just people reaching out to me or, hey, we want you here or can you do this or, hey, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get into all of those things, but when I first quit, I had all of these projects that I was just started doing, like I need to do this, 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 this like all of this crazy fucking bullshit. And my mind was on auto drive. And I think I talked about this a couple podcasts ago, like my heart was, was just racing every single day because I was so excited. There's so much adrenaline. And as reality kind of started to sink in, I realized, okay, this is time that the universe has given you that you never have. Time to slow down time to chill, time to think about what it is you actually want for your life. And you're 25 years old and you were working for a company that you didn't feel connected to with your soul. You know, like there was no passion there besides I was good at my job. So I'm trying to think now, okay, I have time. I have time to slow down. And for the last week and a half, I haven't set an alarm guys. Usually I wake up like four 30 or six at the latest and just like do things like do things for myself. And I love, 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 love waking up before the sun and just having a nice cup of coffee. Like when the sun's rising, like that's amazing to me. And lately I can't fucking wake up before goddamn seven. I set my alarm this morning, uh, at like six 30, six seven, seven 15, seven 30. Woke up at 8 45. Like I just can't wake up. And I'm realizing that that's okay. Like this is, my body is craving this sleep. My body is craving just chilling. My body is craving waking up and asking myself, well, what do you want to do today? What do you want to do? And I have guys, no plans for today. That is bizarre. Or tomorrow. I have one plan Wednesday, no plan Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. I had a job interview this morning and they were like, how was your weekend? I'm like, huh? I didn't even know it was the weekend. Like every day is the same day and I love it. And oh yeah, earlier this week I booked it to Sedona and just, you know, I have another trip planned in in two weeks to Lake Tahoe. And that wasn't possible with the job that I had and exploring life wasn't possible. And I'm now seeing like a whole new side of life that I, I was really blind to for the last two and a half years. I was I was living to work and right now I want to find work that allows me to live, that allows me to travel and have money to buy things that I want and do things that I want and see things that I want rather than just slaving away 50 to 60 hours a week for something that's just incredibly financially stable, but at the cost of what, you know? And so, yeah, I think all of these things kind of, they all coincide with each other. They coincide with, I've been so contemplative and reflective on. Life and the meaning, and what I'm here for, and what I'm meant to do, and trying to be so present and not lost in stuff that doesn't matter. The past doesn't matter, the future doesn't fucking matter. For all I know, I could get hit by a bus later today, knock on wood, but I could. So, me thinking about you know, a year down the line, two years down the line, three years down the line. What the fuck does that do to anything? Or I can focus on today and how happy I am today and how beautiful it is today. But again, this is a mindset thing and you have to be so connected and so in tune with both your mind and your body to be able to be so present. And I also want to talk about um, the health, the negative health associations that come about from being so anxious and so depressed all the time. So from a human perspective, from our day-to-day lives, we feel anxious, we feel depressed, but what's actually happening? Like, it's not just psychological, like you are causing actual health concerns to arise in your body. Um, and it's a cycle, it's a cycle that it's going to continue to happen. The more anxious you are, the more depressed you are, and you need to find different mechanisms to help you, to help pull you out of that space and be here right now. So I actually wanted to talk about some of those, um, health concerns that can arise from being too anxious or too depressed. So one, a sense of doom, anxiety can cause frequent feelings of impending doom. You may also have difficulty concentrating panic attacks. Panic attacks from anxiety can lead to a number of physical symptoms, including heart palpitations, chest pain, and lightheadedness. You may also even feel warmer than normal headaches. Headaches from constant worry and stress are common. Irritability. Constant worry can increase your overall feelings of irritability. Depression. Chronic anxiety can increase your risk for depression. Symptoms include social withdrawal, loss of interest in activities you once loved, and feelings of guilt or hopelessness. Breathing problems. Anxiety can cause rapid, shallow breathing. These symptoms are more intense when you're having a panic attack. Pounding heart. Heart palpitations occur with panic attacks, but they can also happen with anxiety more generally. You may feel like your heartbeat quickens in pace and intensity. Upset stomach. Stomach pains may be accompanied by nausea and diarrhea. Loss of libido. Uh Uh-oh. Anxiety can decrease your sexual desire. Extreme fatigue. Anxiety can leave you feeling wiped out at various points throughout the day. You may also have problems sleeping at night. Increase in blood pressure. You may feel your blood pressure rise whenever your anxiety flares up. Muscle aches and other pains. Anxiety isn't just felt mentally. Unexplained aches and pains can also occur. So as humans, we have this overactive stress system in our bodies because of the stress that goes on in our day-to-day lives, because of the system that we have created for ourselves, because of... um, the pressure that society puts on everybody. We, as humans, different than any other animals, obviously, we we have responsibilities, we have jobs, we have families, we have all of these things that we have to learn to juggle every single day. And our bodies never seem to stop stressing out. We're just always stressed out and uptight. There's a book, and I believe it's called Why Zebras Don't Get Stomach Ulcers, is because... Uh, For other animals, they, their stress system is only, is only hyperactive when they are in the middle of a threat. You know, that's, that's the whole reason for these systems is fight or flight. So with a zebra minding its own goddamn business, eating whatever the fuck a zebra eats, just chilling and they see a gazelle, they're going to run for their goddamn life. And that is when their adrenaline and their cortisol and their other stress hormones kind of kick in. And allow them to sprint for their motherfucking life so that the gazelle can fuck off, basically. And when everything's fine and dandy, they're chill. They're chilling. They're stressful. Uh, systems are not overactive and they're just learning to enjoy their lives. With humans, we have, we've created chronic stress in everybody. We've created this, this nonstop system of stress release in our bodies because of all of the stressors. And it's no surprise that especially right now, people are going through even more stress, more anxiety, more depression because of COVID, because of this shitstorm of a political system going on in America, because of the unreal, unjust uh, social injustice happening in our country as well. And I'm sure happening in other countries too, but it's obviously we're all stressed out. Like this is, this is a terrifying time. It's sad, but you know, there's always, like I said, beauty to be found in your bubble, in your moment so that you can detach for a second and be so connected with who you are in your space and your, in your mind and in your body to feel as one entity that you're able to just be, to just be a peaceful little zebra. And going on to the central nervous system. So what happens with long-term anxiety and panic, panic attacks is it can cause your brain to release stress hormones on a regular basis. This can increase the frequency of symptoms such as headaches, dizziness, and depression. When you feel anxious and stressed, your, blane, blane, <laughs> your brain floods your nervous system with hormones and chemicals designed to help you respond to a threat. Adrenaline and cortisol, like I said, are just two examples, but they're obviously much more. So for your heart, for the cardiovascular system, anxiety disorders can cause rapid heart rate, palpitations, and chest pain. You may also be at an increased risk of high blood pressure and heart disease. If you already have heart disease, anxiety disorders may raise the risk of coronary events. For your um, excretory and digestive systems, you may have stomach aches, nausea, diarrhea, and other digestive issues. Loss of appetite can also occur. There may also be a connection between anxiety disorders and the development of irritable bowel syndrome after a bowel infection. IBS can cause vomiting, diarrhea, or constipation. For your immune system, and this one is extremely important, especially right now with all of this COVID bullshit, we want to make sure that our immune systems are as absolutely strong as possible. Anxiety can trigger your flight or fight stress response and release a flood of chemicals and hormones like adrenaline into your system. In the short term, this increases your pulse and breathing rate so your brain can get more oxygen. This prepares you to respond appropriately to an intense situation. Your immune system may even get a brief boost. With occasional stress, your body returns to normal functioning when the stress passes. But if you repeatedly feel anxious and stressed or it lasts a long time, your body never gets the signal to return to normal functioning. This can weaken your immune system System, leaving you more vulnerable to viral infections and frequent illnesses. Also, your regular vaccines may not work as well if you have anxiety respiratory system also extremely important because of the behaviors that COVID has on the respiratory system but anxiety causes rapid shallow breathing if you have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease you may be at an increased risk of hospitalization from anxiety related complications anxiety can also make asthma symptoms worse so I have asthma and I think um, so yesterday I was like like I said breathing fucking so heavily it was like disgusting but I I have asthma and it's triggered by artificial scents. So candles, perfumes, cleaning products. Like I really can't be using any of those things. And yesterday I was trying to fucking get Zen and I lit a candle um, in my bathtub and it was so close to me. And I like could not breathe for like hours yesterday. And of course I tried to record the podcast right after my bath. So I was like, (laughs) like disgusting. Okay. So but I was also extremely, extremely anxious. So I couldn't like calm down. I couldn't take a deep breath. That felt like oh, I can, I can breathe. It felt my chest felt tight and I couldn't calm down and I didn't do anything to feel more mindful. I just kept being so antsy and doing a bunch of shit to try to just distract and deflect, but that's not what's going to help. What's going to help is being grounded. Other effects that can occur are headaches, muscle tension, insomnia, depression, and social isolation. So that's basically the gist of that article. But you get the idea is anxiety isn't just what it, what you feel. It's not just what it reveals to somebody else. Depression isn't just laying in bed all day. They, these are actual things and chain reactions going on in your body that's making it harder and harder and harder for you to feel better, to get better to get back on your feet because there's, there are these real symptoms occurring. So you have to figure out, like I said, the baby step, where can you start? Where can you start to get out of bed or to be more calm? What can you read? What can you watch? What can you listen to? What can you do? Uh, can you do yoga? What is it that helps you bring awareness inward that helps basically freeze time. What is it that you can do that nothing around you matters where everything around you is frozen? The clock stops at whatever time it is that ever you start doing that one activity. For me, that's music or running. So that's what helps me just zone the fuck out. Once I'm back from my run, once I'm out of my musical trance, I'm like, whoa, like, where did I go? You know? And I felt like I was just in tune. I was pun intended. I was, I was just in tune. So I think to, to take away, what can you take away from this episode is we're always going to be faced with anxiety. We're always going to be faced with depression. And we're always going to be faced with this this difficulty trying to make our mind and body feel as if they're one entity because we're so high strung and we're just thinking about so many things to do on a daily basis that we just naturally feel disconnected. So I'm going to lead this leads us into our very last quote for the day for for this episode is kind of long, but toxic relationships are dangerous to your health. They will literally kill you. Stress shortens your lifespan. Even a broken heart can kill you. There is an undeniable mind-body connection. Your arguments and hateful talk can land you in the emergency room or in the morgue. You were not meant to live in a fever of anxiety, screaming yourself hoarse in a frenzy of dreadful, panicked fight or flight that leaves you exhausted and numb with grief. You were not meant to live like animals tearing one another to shreds. Don't turn your hair gray. Don't carve a roadmap of pain into the sweet wrinkles of your face don't lay in the quiet with your heart pounding like a trapped frightened creature for your own precious and beautiful life and for those around you seek help or get out before it is too late this is your wake-up call i absolutely love this quote because it just to sum it up live in the moment and stop worrying about shit you can't control and i think the, the one line that really speaks to me is don't lay in the quiet with your heart pounding like a trapped frightened creature that was me yesterday trying to relax but you know, to the outside, someone looking at me, I look relaxed, tanning, but my heart is racing. I'm anxious. I'm high, strong. I can't be here now. So I think what you can do to really try to connect your mind and body is bring purpose into everything that you do. Bring, make sure that everything that you're doing is fulfilling. Make sure that any toxic relationships in your life are canceled. Cancel the fuck out of those. Nothing in your life should bring you angst. Nothing in your life should bring you pain and nothing in your life should bring you anxiety. And if any of those things are present in your life, it's as simple as cutting it off. All of these excuses of you telling yourself, I can't because of this, or I can't because of that, or if I do this and this will happen, those are all excuses. It's, it's fear of the unknown. It's fear of, Hey, I'd rather, uh, have this toxic relationship or have this angst because I know what the future holds for me. If I have this in my life, rather than canceling these things out from my life and not knowing what the future holds, you know, don't be afraid to take that leap. I think that's the, that's the theme in every single episode that I've talked about for the last like three weeks is don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. The only thing that you should be afraid of is living a life that's menial. That's, that's depressing. That's full of anxiousness. And that's a life that you've never wanted to live. You want to live a life that you've always dreamed of and you've always created for yourself. So why not? Why not? And that's what I'm learning right now is I can create a life that I've truly wanted to do and I can take some time to slow down, to breathe, to enjoy, to stop and smell the roses basically and just live. I want to feel alive. I don't want to just live. I want to feel alive. And I want that for you all. And I know you want that for yourselves. So I really hope that this helped you guys kind of figure out what you want for your life, figured out where, where do you stand right now? Are you extremely depressed? Are you extremely anxious? Or are you heartbroken? Or do you feel so disconnected? Where do you stand? And everything that I just talked about can help you reground yourself, can help you get back on the path that you wanna get on. And also don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're feeling a, a certain type of way, ask for help. From anybody. I'm also here as a resource if anybody wants to just reach out and say, hey, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. Can we chat? And also I'd be more than happy to do a phone call. I've already had one with somebody and it was it was amazing. I love building these new, these new meaningful connections and relationships. So if you want to shoot me a message, you can. My Instagram is at W A I T underscore F-O-R underscore W-E-I-G-H-T. I I feel so much better recording this episode. And what y'all don't know is that this shit Cut me off halfway through and I didn't even know. And I was just blabbering on basically to myself and had and just realized, like, oh fuck, I just literally talked for 10 minutes and I had to re record that. So yeah, I guess this episode just wasn't meant to be uh, fluid and that's okay. You know, that's mm, it's okay. But With that, I hope I feel a little bit better. I feel a little bit lighter that I was able to not just process yesterday, but also come back in a more grounded manner and feel a little bit lighter. I feel a little bit lighter and I'm excited to tackle on this beautiful, beautiful sunny day in sunny San Diego. So wherever you are, stop. I don't care. I don't care what you're doing right now. Stop and look around you. What is it that is just absolutely breathtaking to you? What is beautiful? I guarantee you, you can find at least one thing. And with that, take a deep breath. Enjoy your fucking day. And I look forward to speaking to you guys next week.